Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk, your jolt of inspiration, whether you are on your way to work, on your way home, on your way to sleep, or wherever you might be. So today I have Maddie Teagles here from the Fresh SLP, where we're going to be talking all about mindset and stress and all that fun stuff. But don't change the channel yet. We're going to talk about it in a fun way and ways you can overcome it. So Maddie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Tell everyone listening a little bit more about you and your journey as an SLP. Oh my gosh. I have had a great career as an SLP. I practice all around the world, mostly in the medical setting. Currently, I'm an assistant professor and loving that coaching for speech language pathologists. And so these topics we're discussing today are so near and dear to my heart because I want to be one of those people literally who wake up and, and makes the world a better day and where better to do it than in our career. I love it. I love it that you've helped so many SLPs be the best SLP they can be and just do their job with ease and a smile on their face. I love that. I love reminding SLPs why we went into the field. So what, many people lose that. Mm -hmm. And why do you think that is? I think for two reasons. I think working at the graduate level position and with those who come out of the graduate level, sometimes they don't have a clear view on really what it's like once they graduate and the challenges that await them. And so it's kind of like stepping out into a blast of cold air and they become disillusioned and they have these struggles and they don't necessarily have the tools to deal with the struggles. 
So they're not expecting it and they don't necessarily have the tools, but they are so, every single SLP I've met in grad school is so passion driven. Mm. They have story, have their big why, and they lose it for one reason or another. For maybe a graduate SLP that might be listening, what is something they can do to help prevent it or guide them in the best direction possible before it even happens? They can listen to podcasts like this or listen to podcasts like mine or listen to the wealth of information that's out there of other SLPs who really explain things in a clear, positive, helpful way and start learning with eyes wide open where they're going and what they can do and then teach themselves those, some say soft skills, some say professional skills, but those skills that they need beyond how to run a clinical session, beyond how to do an evaluation, but skills like self-advocacy and conflict resolution and how to navigate and negotiate a career and how to take your career where you want it to go and have it be a very not passive thing, but a very dynamic. Learn those skills. Listen to those conversations. Meet those other SLPs. What would you say to an SLP who is unsure if they are even on that right path? Then I would say stop and tread water for a little while and take a real honest look at what you're doing and where you are. And if you're happy with that, then continue on in areas where you are really vibing and vibrating and jamming and all of that stuff where you wake up in the morning. If you're not, then make some shifts so you are doing what you want to be doing as an SLP and you're not caught and you're not trapped. I find many SLPs are told, okay, I have to work in the school and, and then they get there and are unhappy or I have to have a private practice and are unhappy. They are told one thing and feel stuck. What would you say to that person who feels stuck? Take the control back. Don't let other people dictate how you're going to practice your career or the terms that they're going to dictate to you. There's a lot of really strong SLPs out there. And COVID has been a time where the, these have been the hardest years in my career because everybody's just getting squished thinner. Productivity demands are higher and caseloads are higher. And stress is bigger and people are becoming more and more burned out. And yet we're socially isolated and we're being asked to pick up skills overnight. Like, okay, now you got to learn how to do teletherapy. Now you got to learn how to do this. And so don't take a passive seat and play the woe was me role, but take the active approach and seek out ways like internally, some conflict resolution skills, self-advocacy skills, vision boarding. I hesitate to say vision boarding because it's kind of a foo-foo thing out there. And we have master's degrees and things like that. But if you can really take a step back and take control of your career and where do you want to go and then determine those milestones that you want to reach. So say you are in a school system where you've, you're just more and more and more asked of you. Figure your boundaries are like your professional life figure out where you want to be going and what you want to be doing and take control of that. Reach out, find those resources, develop those skills, make that path and make it happen. I think people should be okay with, it doesn't need to be perfect right away. Can you talk a little bit about perfectionism and how it plays a role in our struggles sometimes? It absolutely does. 
I also don't know many SLPs who are underachievers. I think we're all overachievers and many of us are type A and extroverts. There are type Bs and introverts out there. Perfectionism is when you give that control away and say, this has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, I'm good enough. And changing that mindset. So you say to yourself, this is the best I can do. This is the best I can do today. This may not be the best that I can do today. This is the best I can do right now. And knowing that what you're giving at that point in time is enough and accepting where you are in your journey, that it's not going to happen overnight and look at the good that you're doing and the successes that you are able to achieve instead of beating yourself up with what you haven't accomplished, learning to develop those mindset shifts, that neuroplasticity of this is going to be good enough because this is what I can do right now. You've got to learn how to shift, let go of some of that perfectionism, let go of some of that control and be okay with where you are today. So true. I find from graduate school, what we felt we had to get an A in every single subject, in every single class, we think that we have right. to get an A in every aspect of our career. And sometimes we have to take a step back and say, it, it's impossible to do it all and be perfect at it all. And we have to say something has to give a little bit. And we don't want it to be our sanity. And it, we don't want it to be our personal lives. So our health. So instead, we have to find some ways to not look at everything has to be perfect at work and find some ways to be okay with imperfection. So I love that. What would you say like about the SLPs feeling like they're alone, that there's like they're the only one in their building, no one else gets it. They feel like they're just an, an island by themselves. What would you say to them? I know a lot of SLPs who feel that way. They're very valid thoughts. I know some successful SLPs in the school system who I was talking with somebody the other day. She says, you know, nobody comes and visits the speech pathologist on parent-teacher conferences. Everybody else has their rooms decorated and, and this and that. And I know a lot of meta SLPs who are practicing in rural settings where, where they are alone. And my words to you would be, there are many other people who are out there feeling like you are feeling, afraid to speak up afraid to reach out and not sure how to make that first step. And I would encourage you to reach out and make that first step. Find a community. There's lots of Facebook communities. I have a community. Do you have a community? Yeah. So I have a Facebook group and I also have Facebook groups for my paid offerings. But it's any way to collaborate with other like-minded SLPs around yeah. the world is amazing. I love the online space. What did we do before this? Right. I don't even know. <laughs> I love connecting in those online spaces because most of them are safe. Find the ones that are safe for you. There are some that you can put something out there and it's not necessarily a friendly area, but find those like-minded, driven SLPs and make those genuine connections and build one another up and provide resources. I know in my site, we're starting peer groups. In my local community, I joined a group of businesswomen from all different areas of business. And it's wonderful having just the different perspectives. And so we're forming something that in, in my community where it's a variety of SLPs, very small groups, but it's a very safe place where you say, what about this and what about that? Where you're really finding genuine, authentic, real SLPs 
to support one another. And I know this sounds like pie in the sky, rainbows and stuff. And this is the way I think and what I practice. I love it. I love it. So I also find that even collaborating at work, even though I might be the only SLP in my building, but even just collaborating with the school psychologist who might feel alone or the OT who might feel alone and just knowing that we might not be doing the exact same niche, but there are other people who might feel alone as well and can use a shoulder to, like I have a new psychologist in my building and she comes to me and was like, how do you get all this stuff done? And I'm like, see, you're not alone. Like, it's not just us that feels the pressure sometimes. Well, it's just a friend. Exactly. Exactly. Someone to eat lunch with, have a sip of coffee with, stand at the mm-hmm. photocopy machine with and break it, you know, something. <laughs> what would you say to someone? about it. Exactly. Exactly. What would you say to someone who's feeling undervalued? So many SLPs are feeling they're not getting paid the way they should. They're not getting the recognition that they want to be by their supervisors or whoever, their colleagues or even the parents. What would you say to someone who does not feel valued in their workplace, whether it's by parents or administration or just by the salary? What would you say to them? Start figuring out what will make you feel valued and then go after that. If that's recognition through meetings or special notes, or a pay raise, or a spot where your director says, or your principal says, thank you for the time. Start reaching out and voice those thoughts and those concerns. When the negative feelings get pushed down, when you don't validate yourself, it's hard to ask others to validate you. So Figure what you need to feel validated. We all have different SLP language, different love languages. Mm-hmm. Some of us like pay. Some of us like the accolades. Some of us like the recognitions. Figure out where you feel valued and then go ask for that. I had a student with me one time and we met with some physicians and I stepped down after the physician's meeting and I just poked my head in my director's office and I gave her a quick 32nd, we just finished meeting with the decisions and here's how the meeting went and just wanted to let you know. Sometimes we need to ring our own bells as well and we can't wait for people to, you know, oh, notice us. So call attention to the things we do, not in a brachidocious way, but in a here's what I'm doing and what are you doing? Tell me what great things you've done and what successes you're having. So validate others. Ask and figure out how you want to be validated yourself and then ask for it. Uh Put your hand up, raise, draw attention. So true. So true. Sometimes celebrating the small wins to realize, okay, so you might not have gotten recognized by your principal or a pat on the back or the teacher that you're working with or whoever you're sitting with at the meeting. But maybe that student did make progress and that's a win and that's something to celebrate and be proud of. And if you're not getting the salary you want, maybe researching other careers in the area. You don't have to feel stuck in that one location. You shouldn't have to feel like you have to work three jobs to keep that one job that you're not feeling valued at. So looking at other options, maybe you might realize that those other options aren't what you want and it might make you okay with where you're at. So just being more open about with what's out there. Open and open to things that might not necessarily work with. Like I started working with voice because there was a need for me to work with voice. I had a director came up and said, oh, do you do voice patients? And I'm like, well, give me some time and I'll get ready for them. 
and now voice some of my, my favorite things. So don't shy away from those opportunities where there is a need and also follow those needs. I know some very successful private practice SLPs who all they practice in is tongue ties or oral facial or augmentative communication systems. Mm-hmm. So follow those opportunities and look, you're right. Especially now with the teletherapy options out there, there's so many more resources and opportunities outside of your geographic location. So there's something also to consider that with teletherapy, you have more options. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who is just feeling powerless, who's just unsure about everything and just overwhelms and not knowing where to turn? First, realize that you are able to move and navigate your career and your life where you want to go. Reading this really phenomenal book right now called Everything is Figurable. And when I read books, I go through with the highlighter. And many, many people feel that they're in their life circumstances and they can't figure it out and they're stuck. So my first thought is if you are feeling like you're powerless and you're stuck and you don't know where to go, realize that everything is indeed figureoutable. Number two, figure out where you want to go. Again, that shifts that viewpoint of I am powerless to I can figure this out and I have the power to make the changes that I need to make. Because number three, I've got to figure out where I'm going to go. All of those areas in my life that I want to go. So many people are dreamers, which is great. But that Beatles song goes, but I'm not really one. And it's making those dreams turn into reality when you start making those decisions on where you want to go and how you're going to get there. The vision boarding is the first step of deciding where you want to go. Developing the milestones and the roadmaps are business strategies in the business world and in many other worlds other than our SLP world where people take these templates and these action tools And they step out of the passive role and they step into the dynamic role of this is where I'm going to go and this is what I'm going to do. So if you're feeling like you're stuck and you're you're feeling powerless, take back the power. Figure out how you're going to do it and who you're going to do it with and what resources you're going to use. I love it. I love it. When you said that about figuring it out and all that stuff, I thought about I'm a, I love my Peloton and the Peloton instructors, when you're, they're giving you the hardest thing of the ride, they, they say all the time, like, you've overcome 100% of the challenges that you've faced thus far. You can overcome one more. Like, and love it's it. so true. It's so, so true. If you have that mindset of, I have overcome other challenges, what's just one more? Like, yes, I might feel stuck right now, but I'm going to look back in this moment and be a different person and a better person. So I love that. Can you talk more about the peer groups and resources out there for someone feeling stressed and stuck and unsure of what to do to help bring that light back into their SLP world? Sure. There's free community groups out there. Facebook has a lot of them. You have one. I have one. There's a lot of other ones out there. So find those Facebooks. They're free. Some of them are free. Some of them are with a paid program. Find your niche. I had a client ask me, an SLP one time asked me, how do I decide where to put my money? Because I only have so much money and there's so many wonderful programs out there. And my answer to her was, find those SLP leaders, those thought leaders who you just love, who really you're like, oh, that was so good. 
and follow them. Find their podcasts, find their books, find their programs, find where they're speaking. And the apples don't fall far from the trees. So find somebody that you love and follow them. And many of them, many of the thought leaders are forging new paths, especially during this COVID time. We're starting podcasts. We're doing Zoom sessions. We're creating content. Find the public ones, then find the private paid for ones. The public ones are where you're going to test the ground and see who you really like. And that's really important to, to pay attention to the hairs that stand up on your arms when you listen to somebody. Follow who you listen to all the way through to the ends of the episodes. Who do you walk away feeling better? Those are the ones. Then go to their paid sites because you are investing in you. So many people spend so much money on continuing it classes and they're like, oh, I'm going to be better or how to do the MBS IMP. There's how to build rapport, how to parent coach, how to negotiate a great colleague. How to stand up for yourself and say, hey, look at what I'm doing over here. And those soft skills are the ones that really give you that power back so you're not crying in your car. So you're not feeling burned up and used out at the end of the day. We a speech pass, we give, we give. And we're like that cream in between a cookie. And if we're pressed too much from the backside on family, personal, and too much from the other side on work, there's just nothing left for us in the middle. And so learning how to say, these are my boundaries, this is where I'm going to make myself strong, is done in those groups, in conversations, in problems solving, in critical thinking, and in support. So I love them. find them. I love it. Thank you so much. Everyone listening, if you didn't get anything, listen to this again three times, four times, anytime you're stressed, please revisit this episode. Remember, you're not the only one. Remind yourself, where do you want to go? And feel free to and remind yourself, you have the power to take control and have those boundaries so that you can always love what you do and be strong for yourself. So thank you, Maddie. Tell everyone a little bit more where they can find you and learn more about you and what you have to offer. Sure. You can find me. My first website was freshslp.com, and it's a coaching program for new speech pathologists transitioning. The website that I'm having the most fun building right now is uh, Badass SLP. And that's really for the baddest to take her career or his career and say, this is what I'm going to do with it. And just watch me. I come a lot of positions. Um, my first husband died a number of years ago, single mom, five kids, career. Everybody's like, oh, you're not going to be able to succeed. And oh my gosh, you give me a challenge and I will tackle that challenge and the next one and the next one and the next one. And that's the premise behind Badass SLP. It's rising to those challenges, rising to your potential. So freshslp.com, badassslp.com, the missing links for SLP's podcast. Those are my primaries. Would love, love to it. hear from some of you. Yes, yes. Send her an email message. Let Natty know what was your favorite tip from this episode. And Natty, I always end my episodes with a joke because humor is just awesome and fun and a great way to build rapport with our clients. So what is the king of the classroom. The king of the, I don't know. The ruler. <laughs> Good. Good. Thank you, enchantedlearning.com, for all my fun jokes. So 
I can't say that I made any of these up. So thank you, Maddie, so much. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for being awesome. And until next week, stay out of trouble. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.